Hi friends, you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast with Candace Reyes. I'm Candace, and I am thrilled you're here. If you like what you hear or found it to be useful, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. A notification will be sent to you every time we post a new episode. We cover topics that encourage and equip us to live out a life on mission. And I introduce you to some of my friends who share the highs and lows of living out our purpose as an everyday daughter of the King. Subscribe today to the Red Rover Podcast with Candace Reyes so you'll never miss an episode. You ready to dive in? Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Red Rover Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and today is our seventh episode. And seven is such a special number for me. In fact, today's episode is so good, friends. I sit down and chat with a friend of mine I've known since high school. High school. Just seems like forever ago. We reconnected through Facebook, and I found out that she has her own business. She works with Wealth Wave. She's a financial literacy coach. And if you receive our Red Rover Spotlight, which is our newsletter we send out once a week to our subscribers for Hooks to Crook, we talk about Mindy Blevins. And she offered our readers a free book called How Money Works. All you had to do was contact her. And she's offering that same book to you guys today. I'm so excited. I received three copies. She sent me three copies, one for myself and then two for my older kids. Guys, this book is such an easy read. I have already read over three chapters and it is just, I can can comprehend it. I can get it. I don't have to have a financial degree to understand what she's talking about and how I can manage my money well. Guys, God gives us a, a the gift of finances, but with every gift, we are to steward it well. And our my husband and I, we have decided to meet with Mindy so she can help coach us and make sure that we're we're using our resources wisely because we want to help further the kingdom of God. And the way we do that, I mean, let's just be honest, it takes money. And we want to make sure that we bless others with it, just like God is blessing us. I think of a story in Matthew 25, 14 through 30, where a man gives three of his servants bags of gold with with instructions. And two of these men, they steward the money really well. In fact, they even make a profit. But there's one that's found wicked. And the reason why is because of the way his heart responded to the gift of the landowner. Friends, I don't want to respond in that same way. When God gives me a gift, I want to make sure that I I steward it like the other two. That I create a profit to give back to the king. That I can, I hear that, well done, my good and faithful servant. And living a life on mission, that's, that's, our, that's our goal, is to have that compliment from God, which is the greatest compliment we could ever receive. God is a God of abundance, and he requires us to use his gifts wisely. And money is just one of those gifts. And friends, maybe it is finding that financial coach to help kind of push you to the next level. I want to encourage you and invite you to meet Mindy Blevins. She's a financial literacy coach, a professional that empowers others by educating them with a mission to eradicate financial illiteracy. Friends, 
all of her services that she offers, like her counseling and her advising, it's free. She doesn't charge you a penny, nor does she of the other stuff that she does get paid for onto you. She is a business owner and an entrepreneur, a very busy mom of two, married to a husband of 19 years, and she's a successful leader, educator, and mentor simply because she just believes in people. She believes in you, she believes in me, and she is passionate about her calling and mission to serve others and teach them financial literacy. Friends, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Mindy, and I hope you'll reach out and talk with her because, like I said, everything she's offering to you guys, it's free. She wants to share wisdom and knowledge so that you too can steward your money wisely. All right, friends, so sit back. Let's dive into my conversation with Mindy Blevins. Hey, Mindy, welcome to the Red Rover Podcast. Hi, Candace. Thanks for having me on. Well, I am so excited that you're here, and I know you're a very busy woman juggling kids and husband and your own business, and I was just curious because we've got several listeners that, that do similar things like that. How do, you, how do you start your day? What does a typical day look like? Well, Candace, there, I don't know if I would use the word typical because I don't know if there's a such thing as a typical day. My typical day, the most important part of my day is that first hour um, in the morning. Um, before mm-hmm. anyone gets up, I spend the first hour in the word journaling and doing my daily devotional. Um, I also engage in physical fitness right after my time with the Lord. I do a two-mile walk. I feel like physical fitness is part of that important um, trio with the spiritual, Mm -hmm. emotional, and physical health. Um, I also, Candace, I get dressed up with full on makeup and hair, um, every day, even with COVID. I think it's important when you get up and you are present, um, you're ready to attack the day. And so I get up, I get dressed and, um, put that makeup on. Um, I do want my first business from nine to 11, Um, And I do my emails and I'm real focused on my time. So one of the things that I often train my team on is time blocking. Um, Mm -hmm. I think owning multiple businesses, that's really important um, where you focus time, right? And part of that includes that focus time on and off of social media. That's super important Mm. um, for me. And then I I have a split workday. So I spend the afternoon doing my second business. And then I go do school and practice runs and family time with the kids. And then I'm back at work from 7 to 10 p.m. uh, two evenings a week. So that's what my typical day looks like. Wow. It's it's still very busy, but I love that you organize it and you're very intentional with, with how you structure your day. And the very first thing that you do, which is something I, I talk to my, to my listeners about, my friends about, is to spend time with God. To have that that time with him in the word, in your prayer journal, and just be with him. Because he he's he is going to fill you. He already knows what your day is going to be like. So he knows what armor you're going to need before you even start your day. And exactly. so I love that. I love that. Well, I'm curious. How did you recognize how how God was leading you to step out in faith and start your new, your business? And, and tell us a little bit about what your business is as well. Sure, sure. Um, well, Candace, one of the things I had to almost train or retrain myself to do was to learn how to listen. 
And sometimes um, listening doesn't involve just your ears. It involves your heart and your soul. Mm -hmm. And so that morning time that I created and began that routine in October of 2017, that restructuring of my life and that morning time has brought me into closer relationship and friendship with, uh, with the Lord. And so Mm -hmm. I think through that and being able to pray and talk to him and let him know all the things that he already knows is on my heart, but that, you know, I'm stepping out in faith and saying, Hey, you already know the answer, but I want you to know I'm listening. I think that was a big part of it was uh, learning how to listen and not just listening with our ears because not all the time do we hear an audible voice, right? It's more a kind of a nudge, which is really how I recognized that God was leading me to step out in faith. Um, so that gentle nudge and that relationship and listening. Um, and I had been 17 years um, in corporate America and nonprofit business. And one of the things I've always loved, Candace, is um, educating and helping others and uh, learning how money works. It's like a puzzle piece, learning how to invest and how to save for retirement and how to be able to balance everything and, and give to my church and, um, you know, afford a lifestyle that, you know, enabled us to raise our kids. And, you know, and so I think I, I really wanted to change and I didn't know how to change it. And I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, nothing changes if nothing changes. And so mm-hmm. I knew something had to change and mm-hmm. I restructured my life. And I told you in October of 2017, and I was just unhappy and with my career and I needed a change and I wanted, I had a passion, but I had never acted on that passion and that purpose. And I got that nudge and, um, I, it wasn't a nudge to do it slowly and to take my time. It was a nudge that I needed to turn in my notice and start my own financial services business. And so that is exactly what I did is I started, um, my Wealthwave business. And our primary focus is on education, which is different than the traditional financial services model. We take a step back and we help others understand how money works so that they are the ones making the decisions about their money and their future, not a financial advisor or someone behind a desk that's Mm -hmm. uh, taking care of their money for them. So it's very rewarding. And um, that just gives you a little bit of background about what I do. That's awesome. Yes. And in fact, my husband and I are planning on meeting with you because of the services that you offer. And we just want to make sure that we are having our checks and balances. And the fact that you are so personal and just you, you love this. I can hear it. I can see it. You love this. And that is so, it it makes me want to go, okay, I want to dive in with you. I want to know, I want to know what you know, because if you're this passionate about it, there's something good that I I'm missing out on and I don't want to miss. My services are free. So when I help someone and I sit down with a family and I do a consultation, I help them with debt management or with cash flow issues or preparing for retirement protecting their family. All of that is free to them. And so I get a lot of my clients that way because some of the larger firms say, well, we'll take you as a, as a client, but you need X amount of dollars. And we're saying Mm -hmm. you don't need anything but a willingness to learn. And that's it. So, um, anyway, so it's just, it's a very, it's very rewarding for sure. Yes. Yes. Well, 
and I'm, I'm, I'm loving the book. So you, you sent me the book that you, you give out for free with yep. a consultation with you. And, um, I have already, guys, I've already read three chapters of it. <laughs> I couldn't put it down. <laughs> it was so good. It was just, and it's easy read. Like my kids, I'm planning on sitting down with my kids and, and reading this book with them and talking out how to plan for money. Cause I've got a son who's 22 and he's doing his own thing with his own money. And then I have a daughter who's about to go off to college and I have a younger one on the way he, she's going to high school, but, um, my middle child, she's about to go off to college and I want to make sure she knows how to, how to finance, how to, how to build her own, uh, and be smart with her own money that, that right. she'll be receiving. So, um, okay. Well, I am, I'm super excited. And I'm <laughs> so glad you, I'm so glad you enjoy the book. And that's another thing that I'm sure we'll get to later on in the podcast, but yes. um, anyone that wants that book can get it for free. So um, we're, it's just a wealth of knowledge and education over here. Um, and it's just, it's life changing. It's a game changer. And so yes. it is wonderful. I'm glad you're enjoying the book. You've started this business. You, you leave corporate America and you start this business. I'm curious, what kind of setbacks did you have to endure as you, as you were stepping out in faith? Well, there were many, but I think I'm going to go ahead and, and the first that comes to mind is the enemy creating doubt and fear in my mind. Mm. Um, I think once we get in a place of um, maybe it's not always complacency, but when you get comfortable and you're in your comfort zone, we like to know what's around the corner. We like to know what's next. We like to know, you know, what what paycheck we have coming in, that we have certain benefits. And when you look at leaving a corporate job and going into self-employment, all of those things become on shaky ground. Mm -hmm. And so I found that my greatest setback um, was not just myself, but the enemy creating doubt and fear in my mind. And the enemy often uses other people right? To tell you or make yep. you believe that you can't do something or that it's impossible. Yep. So um, I think that was probably my greatest setback. Um, I left corporate America and started my business in May of 2019. So I was trucking right along doing great, you know, and then six months into my new business, COVID hits or excuse me, eight months in. And so that was my second biggest hurdle was learning how to pivot from a face-to-face client-based business mm -hmm. to Zoom and learning how to talk to people and interact with them on the computer. Um, and so that was my second biggest challenge was the, the pandemic and learning how to pivot a business model in a completely different direction. Yes. But I I've learned that resiliency and the ability to pivot is some of the greatest gifts that the Lord gives us. And that if we learn how to use right, we can succeed at just about anything we're led to do. And so I knew I could do it. I just had to figure out how. So that was probably my greatest, that doubt and fear in my mind. Yes, that's that's great wisdom about pivoting because you're right. So especially as being you were not that far into your new business. And then this, this COVID hits and throws a huge wrench in, in how you, how you've been doing this, this new business and growing. And I just love that you continue to persevere 
And you were, yes. you were just willing to say, you know what, this is what God is, has placed for me to do. This is, this is my calling. And yes, you may try to, you know, COVID, you may try to stop it, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep persevering. And That's right. I, love, I love that. I love that. Uh, what lessons have you learned from this, from persevering? Well, you hear all the time people say life you know, is about finding yourself. And I feel like for me, you know, one of the pieces of wisdom I've taken away from it and on this journey and in this season of my life is that life really isn't about finding myself. It's really about creating yourself and Mm -hmm. learning who you're meant to be and trying to define what your purpose is. It's easy for us to answer, okay, what's your why or what's your purpose in life? Or, you know, explain that a little bit better. But I had someone ask me one time, Candace, they said, you know, what is your why? And your why can only be one word. Mm. What is your why? And I thought about my why. And in my life, um, my biggest, my number one is, is my faith. Mm. And then becomes my family and then my, my career and, in keeping with that, my why a lot of people say it's their family. And of course, you know, family is so important, but my why is service. My why is serving others and helping them. And so I learned, that's really what I took away is, you know, I wasn't finding myself, I'm creating myself and mm. it's never too late to do that. I was 41 years old when that happened and <laughs> It's never too late to do that. And so that's really what I took away from it and all of the hardships. And, you know, and then also who you are and who you associate with and mm, where you go yes. determines what you accomplish, right? So, right, right. you know, I learned to, <laughs> there's a lot of negativity in the world. So I learned to seek out positivity and positive people and relationships with people that were going to build me up, not tear me down. Um, that we're going to allow me to be myself, um, to create myself. Um, and that's really what I, I focused on is, you know, the who and the where I'm going. Um, and oftentimes that does determine what you ultimately accomplish in life. That's good. That's really good. One of the things I've learned, and, it, and it's really just, it can be in your walk. It can be in your career, almost anything in life. I think this notion kind of follows. And the notion is sticking with something long enough for success to show up. And Mm. I feel that that's a fundamental requirement for achieving extraordinary results. So oftentimes we are so focused on getting results and getting them quickly and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and they define us if we get them quicker or we want to reach, you know, this destination or this goal before anyone else. It's not a race with everyone else. It's a race within your own life, but I've learned patience and sticking with something long enough for success to show up. And so this is not just a, you come in, you start a business and boom, it's great. Or, you know, I was, I've been a Christian for a long time since college and, you know, and everything was, was okay, but it was just okay. And that's why I spoke to October of 2017 
I restructured my day and my life. And I put that devotional time in the morning as my, my number one thing. Um, the one thing of my day that never changes. Um, yeah. Everything else is different, but the only typical part of my day is that right. first hour. And yes. so, you know, I just, I think that's really the biggest takeaway um, was just to encourage people to really be patient and stick with something long enough for that success to show up. And then I also wanted to mention that I love this particular quote by Gary Keller, and it's related to my business and, you know, in particular, but it brings in mission and purpose Mm -hmm. into it. And, um, so that is financially wealthy people are those who have enough money coming in without having to work to finance their purpose in life. And so it talks about our life purpose and what's important to us. And that's what defines financially wealthy people, not just a million dollars in the bank or $10,000 in the bank, but that you have enough money coming in without having to work to finance your purpose in life. And I wish I could take credit for that quote, but I certainly cannot. So that's why I gave that, that credit to Gary Keller. But I'm reading a book right now called The One Thing. Okay. It's a, great, it's a great business read. And it talks a lot about purpose and where you are with that. Probably my biggest piece of wisdom was that waiting up, you know, and giving success, uh, you know, time to show up. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, I'm going to write that book down so I can also go and check that out because it sounds like a really good read. Yes, it is for sure. Well, Mindy, I am so grateful for your time today. And I'm just curious, I want our listeners to know so they can come and find you and, and friends. I'm also going to put her, her, all of her links and everything in our notes section. So you can just click on that as well and find her. But Mindy, how can our listeners, how can our friends come and support you and, and find you? Sure, you bet. So Candace, I am on Facebook and Instagram um, under Wealthwave Mindy. So you can just search um, Wealthwave Mindy on Facebook or Instagram. Another really great place um, is my webpage. So that's going to be where um, all of our listeners can go to explore tips and tricks. Everything on my website is completely free. Um, Lots of interactive tools and research articles and all kinds of things. And that's also where you can go um, on my website. And at the top, there's a how money works button. And if you click on that button, it gives you the opportunity to request the book. And I can, each individual listener that does that, um, it will send me their mailing address. It will prompt you for that. And then I will get a book sent out for free to them in the mail. That's wonderful. Guys, check it out. That's the book that we've been talking about. Um, And I... I can't, I can't put it down. I've already read three chapters of it and it's an easy read and you can even read it with your kids. It's just, it's very clear and well-spoken because I, I'm not great with money. I'm going to be honest. And, and the whole, all the different terms and tech, you know, terminology, I would be what they call, um, a sucker. (laughs) And that's what the book calls me is a sucker. And so I want to make sure my money is working for me and 
and not me just giving it, giving it out to just anything and everything. And so this book, again, it's really an easy read. It helps you understand and it speaks in layman's terms to where we understand it and can comprehend it so that we can then put our money in the places that they need to go to do what it needs to do. So exactly. right. So and it's fantastic because I, and let me tell you why I love this book. So I work with the two authors. Um, they're part of our agency. And what's wonderful about the book is that it is written for ages 10 to a hundred. And so when you go and you think of a financial book, most people are going to run a hundred miles an hour in the other direction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we think of like, we think of things like Warren Buffett and hard to understand um, financial terms. And so what our industry needed and what did not exist before this book was a book like this. Mm-hmm. And it is powerful because it has characters, it's interactive, it's color, it's got charts and graphs and it, and it shows you and demonstrates in real numbers and Mm -hmm. in real time, how money can work for you. Um, and you know, Candace, I know we had talked before, but you know, living a life on mission and serving others, you know, that does include using money to serve the kingdom um, as well, including, you know, and so like I mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast, it's part of that trio, the spiritual, emotional, physical, and, you know, we take care of our bodies and our ability to serve others and serve them well is directly related to our health. So everything is intertwined with our spiritual, emotional, and physical. And, you know, one of the number one you know, causes for anxiety, depression, um, breakup of marriages and relationships is money. Yes. And it's a huge financial burden to so many people. So just learning the, the basic concepts is life-changing and we only know what we know. Mm-hmm. If we were not, if we weren't taught this in school, we don't know it and right. we don't understand it. And unfortunately, here in Texas, it is not mandatory curriculum for our, our children and our students. And so it's just, it's a great way to get out there and to put boots at this mm-hmm. mission to just simply educate people without asking for their money or something in return, just saying, Hey, let me, let me help you do better because now you know better right. with, your, with your finances. And so, right. and it's, it's just very empowering um, and very rewarding for people. So it's, it's just a win-win all around. Well, I am so grateful to you and I am excited about meeting with you and, and my husband and us talking about it. Cause we do, we, we like to, we want to be able to steward our money well and help serve the kingdom. That is one of our big, our big things is how, how else can we pour into other nonprofits that are, that are on the ground doing this work as well, sitting on the front lines. I really believe that spending that time with you is going to help us just kind of take it to that next level, which is which is something I'm really excited about. So, well, I look forward to meeting with you guys and um, and helping you out. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. No problem. Well, I appreciate you, Mindy. And again, guys, go and check her out on her website. And I will put all that information in her notes in our notes for this podcast. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thanks, Mindy, for your time. You're very welcome. And I appreciate you and all your listeners. 
Hey friend, I'm so grateful you joined us today for our episode on the Red Rover Podcast. I'm Candice Reyes, and I hope you found a little nugget to implement in your own life from today's episode. I want to also invite you to come back next week as we dive in a little bit deeper, but to ensure you receive a notification for that next episode, you'll need to subscribe or follow us on your podcast provider. Also, if there was a friend that you think could benefit from today's episode, I want to encourage you to share away. Part of living a missional lifestyle is pointing others to Jesus and sending an episode of a podcast that you enjoy and inspires you so easy. I look forward to talking with you next week as we dive in a little deeper on how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman of God. See you then.